What's up, everybody? We are back with a very important episode, yes. a very relevant episode. These these takes that you're about to hear are are hot and fresh. So you've been warned. The plate the plate's coming out and it's hot. So watch yeah. your hands. Can't can't um, the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Yeah. So so just be careful. All right. So, anyways, um, obviously, well, a lot of things have happened this week actually because the Grammys happened this past Sunday night, which. Unfortunately, we won't be talking about it on this episode, but we will we will have some Grammys takes eventually. Or maybe I'll just squeeze in all the things I didn't like about the Grammys at the end of this episode. Um, but anyways, we're mainly here to talk about the State of the Union, which just happened last night as we are recording this. Um, so it's Wednesday the 31st right now, so the State of the Union just happened last night. Um, it is Trump's first State of the Union address, so... His first time uh, addressing the country as a whole, um, except for on Twitter every day. But the first, <laughs> but other than that, is the first time. So, um, yeah, hello. Uh, we have our resident um, political analyst Dalton King here with us today. What's up, guys? Um, so, hey, what's up? So, um, before we get into anything like serious, can you just what was like your overall? After you watched the State of the Union, like, how did you feel? Describe how you felt after you watched it. So, I mean, first of all, I, I can't I can't listen to Trump speak or anything without laughing, first of all. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's so obviously I think everybody that, feels that way. Right. But I mean, honestly, like, it was just really predictable, you know, like he. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect him to like, do anything. I guess like off the wall or anything. I I, I right. was really hoping that like something crazy would happen. Just, I was like, it's 2018. Like this is Trump's first state of the union. Like something bad is gonna happen. So nothing bad happened. But no, I, which is I mean, good just, in the long run. I guess like gut reaction to it was just like, I just don't think he believes any of this stuff. Like I, like, yeah, he he doesn't speak really with conviction, and like he also just like. I, I don't know. He, he's just uh, it, like him clapping for himself. I'm sure we're going to get into that, yeah. but just like, yeah, he just, I mean, he loves to try to put on a show, but like he wasn't even very like enthusiastic. I, I don't know. It was, it was just kind of weird. And I've heard a lot of people yeah. say that, that it was just, I mean, I mean, he, I mean, he does get people riled up and he's been effective at public speaking, but like naturally he's just not that like good yeah. of a public speaker. So like, it, I mean, <sighs> I think it's pretty clear at this point that he doesn't really like to talk to people, uh, <laughs> like in any capacity. So I think having to talk to the entire country all at once, uh, when he can't like type it all out first <laughs> is I think a little bit like daunting for him. Uh, Ooh. he's not that, he's just not that great of a speaker. Even though general. he was participating but, in the clapping, he, he looked very annoyed and like, he always like, I mean, he did that even the camera, every time there was like, clap, he would always just like stick his nose up and like look around and make like a weird yeah. face. I don't know. But like, yeah, I, I definitely, I feel like he was definitely annoyed having to be in the room with all those people, especially, especially the Democrats, the haters and losers, yeah. which are many. Yeah. That was pretty, uh, it was a pretty divided room. I would say. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. 
not, <laughs> not a lot of uh, not a lot of cheering going on. I was I was listening though, uh, like right before it happened, I was listening to you know they were doing like the pregame show, and uh, so I was I was watching it and they were like, oh, yeah, it was like the, Shaq the, and Charles Barkley, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they were <laughs> like the the Democrats have been. Uh, <laughs> now I'm just imagining if if they did political commentary, um, <laughs> but now the the Democrats have. Uh, have been instructed not to stand and cheer unless it's about the troops. That's what I heard in the in the pre in the pre show commentary, which I was like, yeah, right on. I think we can yeah. all agree with that. Uh, no, but anyways, that that was I just thought that was funny. But um, yeah, so uh, it was clearly a, a divided a divided room. Um, Very awkward. The, I would the, say. That, that's the yeah, it's it definitely just, awkward. It was yeah. Awkward. It was like one side is, you know, cheering and going insane. And the other one is just like stone cold, like completely yeah. silent. I mean, and then there was Nancy Pelosi doing all like somehow like moving her like teeth around or something. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> she's making all those weird facial expressions. But Dude. anyways, uh, yeah. Yeah. So like, well, I, I just wanted to kind of get into like the state of the union like in itself, because a lot of this sure, is just yeah, state of the yeah. union stuff that happens regardless of right. who the president is. And like which party's kind of involved and stuff. It's all, first of all, it's always good to have one of the the House or Senate majority leader be of a different party. But we didn't get to see yeah. that, unfortunately. We saw Paul Ryan and well, we saw Paul Ryan and of course Mike Pence. But I mean, the Republicans obviously control most of the room, so it sounded like a, a positive. Right. But I mean, you just had I mean, obviously the typical stuff that happens at the State of the Union. You bring the guests and you tell their stories and stuff like that. I feel like Trump kind of yeah. relied a little bit too heavily on that. And of course he made it weird mm. because he just, he doesn't like, he's not, he's not like a human, you know, like he, mm. he just right, sounded yeah. so weird telling these like stories. Doesn't he's like, oh, they're great, great people, normally. great people. Like he can't even like give a real compliment without just saying, yeah. oh, great, great. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like there's that. It's like, I mean, I was talking about this with the people I was watching the state of the union with, like those are always awkward. So that whole right. dynamic is like having like using these people as like stories to like project your platform on. That's always, but also I mean, kind of like the political tradition of it is for the people of the opposite party to not really react and kind of be so yeah. cold. My favorite moment of the whole night, Trump was so excited to, to say this, acting like he was uh, like a, a champion of like minority rights, talking about how the yeah. uh, black and Hispanic uh, unemployment was at all time lows. And right. it panned over to the black caucus because maybe they would, celebrate yeah. <laughs> that and they just sat yeah. stone cold and they're like they were awesome like this like african like uh like heritage stuff like it was super cool and like yeah. it, it just panned over and you think and like trump i bet trump was so mad that they didn't like applaud him but like he just like he tried to act like he was like a champion for the american people but really it represented a lot of people just like seeing how like tone deaf he is about stuff like with immigration and obviously with yeah like acting like he's a, a champion of minority rights about this unemployment, but really right, yeah. a lot of the stuff no. he, he bragged about with African American minority communities like started under President Obama. So Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing is is uh obviously the you know, low unemployment rates is great, but um that's something that's been on a downward trend now for a while, so that wasn't really like his doing uh yeah, I mean, he can't it's really a, like fairly take responsibility for that. I saw somewhere where black unemployment has went down 9% during Obama's presidency and 1% mm -hmm. in the first year of Trump's, which like, I mean, it's right. only one year, but Which I mean, he's, taking, he's taking credit for something that his majority, 
majority yeah. happened in, in another administration. So. Right. Yeah. Um, and and I know like that's the thing is he's been kind of uh, like he's been talking about that for a couple days now yeah, uh, ever since about Jay-Z. the loan. So yeah. So that was a so that was like a pretty big. I think he was like like you said. I think he was excited to say that. Yeah. Because uh, that was going to be a, I think a big uh, point for him. He actually did um, say that he was like I'm very proud of this. Yeah, like and it's like, which like the best thing about that is he probably didn't know that black unemployment was down until like three days ago when he first like, tweeted hey. it. So somebody was like, "Hey, uh, just so you know, actually, uh, it's it's black unemployment has gone down one percent since you became president." It's like this is the best thing I've heard all year. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's probably like how that went. But um, yeah, I mean, not much of a talking point for him really. Not as much as he wanted to stretch it. Right. But. Yeah. And I'll say this, the State of the Union is, I mean, obviously it's where where the president is supposed to celebrate his accomplishments and put forth his platform for the new year. So that happens every time, regardless. So it, it's nothing like new that, that he did, but I will say this, it's clear that, that his accomplishments and his hopes really only resonate with, with his base, you know? And that's yeah, something yeah. that's kind of unique. Because, like, normally the State of the Union is really about kind of, like, celebrating America as a whole. Right. And, like, he, I mean, obviously this whole Make America Great Again, like, brings forth a lot of, like, national pride, but only for a sure. specific a specific people. And I think he knows that. And I think, yeah. I mean, obviously he's going to yeah. appeal to his base, but. Sure. It had it, a very, of like, course. I mean, a lot of people are just like, okay, like, we're, we're not a part of this new America that Trump has kind of put him forth. And especially, right. Like, how he talked about immigrants and yeah. uh, how he kind of like wielded the unemployment thing as a way to make him seem like a champion of, yeah, of yeah. minority rights, of course. And, and like, I think that's the thing too, is, is I was, I was thinking about this and it's like, you know, most, most presidents um, are going to at least try to uh, somewhat appeal to like both sides of the fence. They're, they're going to at least try to, give uh even people on the on the opposing side of them something to be you know at least content about or you know something to say like hey this is good for everybody and um you know because that's the kind of thing i think i think it's like presidents have always known that the only way you are going to uh, find any favor with people that typically would go against you is to be able to bring them something and be like, look, this is the best for everybody. This is the best for the whole country. And so I think the thing is, is like, I feel like he tries to say that about everything he does, but it's not actually true. Like there's like, there's things, you know, that he tries to tie everything back to this idea of, it's kind of like you were saying, he he ties everything back to this idea of like making the whole country better and making America a better place for everyone who lives here. When in reality, if you look at, um, you know, some of what he's wanting to do and some of his policies, he really is, is like you said, he's, he's appealing to people who already like him and he's appealing to people who are already his fan base when also trying to say that he's actually doing this for everybody. So I don't know. It's a weird thing. And that's the ultimate political move, you know, is to, yeah, is to try to. I mean, present like you're doing something for the whole of the country while really appealing to your base because that's who's right, going to support yeah. you. So, like, like I said, it's not unique. It's a political thing. But his rhetoric, I think, is a very unique thing that we <laughs> haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. Just because, I mean, and I think Joe Kennedy said this kind of in his uh, in his State of the Union response. I don't know if you watched that. but that's I always, didn't, but I heard about it. That's always, like, 
I mean, it's a tradition, so it happens every year. But like, I think this right. one kind of got more attention. It's because he's a younger guy. His last name's Kennedy. Yeah. It's Trump. Everybody wants to know kind of exactly. how people react <laughs> to Trump, and like, so right. he, he really, uh, Joe Kennedy, really pointed out how that Trump's kind of vision leaves out a lot of people, and it. He's saying, "Well, we want this," but it often like kind of like sacrifices something else. It's like, it, so it's almost like, okay, well, I'll give you this, but you have to take away this. So like, yeah, like safety for Americans is great, but sure, yeah, but in the name of safety, taking away citizenship from people that have been here for a long time, like it's not, yeah, it, it's not. It's safety for people that are securing their citizenship, but not people that are seeking citizenship. So like, there, right, there's yeah. a lot of and. This is one thing. Obviously, his his perspective on immigration has been unique. Something that's very much <laughs> a part of his platform. You know, with the wall and talking about how the immigrants that are coming over are violent and stuff like that. But sure. I, I, I was talking about this last night with the we had uh, people with the Voice Political Society. I I do that here up at school, and we were talking about how immigration has always been what. It's a world-renowned voice political society. World-renowned voice political society, yeah. I mean, we have, <laughs> Trump actually spoke here last month, so yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not true. That's, that's fake news. But, yeah, so immigration has always seen something as like a, kind of like a, a cornerstone of American society and like come mm-hmm. to America because we're a land of opportunity and freedom. Right. But now yeah, exactly. it's turning into we don't want you here unless you have something to offer us. Yeah. We don't want Which you that was the... That was the spin that he put on on his uh, on what he was saying about immigration was yeah. when he was talking about kind of evaluating um, people who are immigrants and uh, you know what are you what are you bringing to the table? Which like sure, I mean everybody should be a contributing member of society, but there's, I mean I guess my only thing would be like there's plenty of natural born American citizens that aren't contributing anything to society. <laughs> exactly. So like so there is a problem when you get into the idea of something merit based because it's like well I I mean you know how are you going to like wh- what is the scale like what are we judging as like exactly, a good yeah. citizen and a bad citizen because okay. is a good citizen just somebody who keeps all the laws but then like doesn't really do anything or is it somebody who you know i don't so what what's the standard for a good citizen and bad right. citizen like he's it's, and he's and he's really changing that yeah he's changing what right. the standard is because yeah. i mean to seek citizenship i mean citizenship has always been hard to gain for immigrants regardless of who's president yeah yeah it's a long process it's not like people are coming over here and going in through an easy program and you know taking advantage like it, it, it's a hard sure. it's a hard process and so to make it harder first of all is is not it, it, it's it's I, I would go to say malicious like it has bad intent to make it harder because it's already something that's hard and that's why there's illegal immigrants yeah. like that's why there's people that risk yeah. that risk their that I mean risk their lives essentially yeah. I mean, maybe not getting killed but being sent back and being sure set back in major ways and so like, right yeah he I mean he's re- like I mean and he really went back kind of like through American history about how our country was made by builders and how people came over <laughs> from an ocean and went into the wild forest. And like, he was literally like saying all this stuff, but like our country yeah. like, is a country of immigrants. Like that, that's how America started. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he wants to yeah. make America great again, he should value immigration and he should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I would agree. And I think, uh, just kind of highlighting what you were saying, um, 
that when you have something that's already a difficult process, uh, and not that it should be, you know, an easy process, like you said, that people could take advantage of or anything. And, but at the same time, like taking a system and making it more difficult is kind of counteractive to this idea of the, you know, American dream being yeah. that, you know, people can come here and like, you know, th- this is a land of opportunity. People can come here and, and make something of, of themselves, of their lives, you know, uh, so doing anything to make that system unnecessarily difficult is, uh, yeah, is, is ca- seems counteractive to the point. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad that he was willing to come to some kind of a compromise about yeah, the absolutely. whole DACA issue. I, um, I was going to say that. Um, yeah. And it, go ahead. Yeah. I think we kind of go towards maybe some stuff we liked that he said. Sure. Yeah. 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 Just because, I mean, obviously I mean, it's been pretty clear over the course of the podcast. Jonah and I aren't necessarily Trump supporters, yeah. but I mean, yeah. yeah, I think it is good to look at maybe some like good things that he put forth. So, like you said, right. I'm of glad course, that yeah. he has compromised more on the dreamer program on DACA because I mean, for a long time he was like, I'm not doing this until Congress comes up with a new plan. Sure. Only because Obama made the plan, by the way. Like it's yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's just because it's, I mean, he, he rejected it just in principle because he thought it was an executive overreach. I kind of understand that. And he wants Congress yeah. to come up with it kind of like as a law that the United States can hold on to, which, I mean, I think there's some merit in that. Yeah. So I will sure. say I respect that. But at the same time, like, I mean, this new plan that he has is one of his one of his pillars to put America first. Is, I mean, just setting up citizenship for them. So, like, I, I mm-hmm. do appreciate that. So he said, uh, the first pillar of our framework, gener- <laughs> he said, generously offers a path to citizenship for 1.8 million illegal immigrants who were brought here by their parents at a young age. Right. And notice how. So I don't know if you heard this in his speech, but he said, "All America, all of America are dreamers." Yeah, and I really yeah. just kind of like strip that idea that these are like unique people because like, I mean, in this sentence, he literally calls them illegal immigrants who were brought here by their parents at a young age. Like he even, he like criminalizes them just in the way that he says that, which is interesting. Yeah. But yeah. so obviously, I mean, that's great that he's offering a path to citizenship and, but then, I mean, he turns around and talks about the wall. So that, like we said, obviously there's some inconsistency there, but I right, mean, there's yeah. that because I am glad that he is looking for a solution, though, because kind of in his campaign, it really sounded like we're going to end immigration until we get it figured out. Because you saw the travel ban, you saw yeah. the insistence on Mexico paying for a wall. So now, I, I, at least I hope it's as a result of him seeing, okay, maybe this is not really practical, so let's find a way right. to... Yeah. People are coming over, let's find a way to to make it accessible for people that are already here so i really do appreciate that yeah. not because i mean he talked a lot about deporting people and he hasn't really he hasn't really um talked about that he, he didn't really talk about that in the speech so i did appreciate that that he's making a, a compromise for sure uh, what else did you see i mean we're talking about immigration specifically but i mean just anything that you, that you like enjoyed well, I was uh, I was going to kind of say the same thing about as far as immigration. And I, I do think, like you said, like I think there's been some runaround. But um, I, I think like uh, I don't know, I would say like maybe I have a little different perspective on the wall idea. And it's not that I it's not that I, I want there to be a wall. But I think like, number one, I think it's a waste of money. 
But yeah, yeah. number two, I think like in, in, in resources and time, but number two, I think if, if there's a wall there, but there's still an opportunity for people to be able to come into the country, like it's not completely sealing off the country from Mexico, which is not, I mean, which is, as I understand is not what he's wanting to do, then it's not something that I think is like the worst possible thing that could be done. Although I, like I said, I think it's a complete waste of money and resources. I think it's, I still think it's stupid from that aspect and it shouldn't be done, but I don't think that it, I, I understand what I guess what I'm trying to get at is I, is I understand, I think from his perspective, why he is saying, I want to give path to citizenship to these people, but I also like want to keep building this wall. Um, and, and so I don't know, like that was kind of a side note, but, but I did like that, uh, that he was going to be willing to, um, give citizenship to the people here on the, on the DACA program. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying too about it. Sound, um, sounded criminalizing when he's talking about them, um, and calling them, you know, or saying that, that they were illegal, Im- ah, illegal immigrants yeah. brought here, um, you know, at a young age things like that. But, um, the fact that he's willing to grant them to citizenship is I think progress maybe. I mean, I, I want to say that's progress. I would say like, it's progress, but yeah, there was a program already set up to where they were getting it. So right. Really. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I do kind of agree with the idea of it, of it, um, not being an executive order, but being mm-hmm. something that goes through Congress. And, and like you said, a, a law that's kind of has more hold. Um, I do, I do agree with the thought process of that, but something that we were talking about earlier is that he did bring up uh criminal justice reform. Yeah. And I was, so, yeah, I'm I mean, appreciative of that. yeah. So, I mean, we would, we'll see, uh, what actually happens with that, but the fact that he was even willing to touch on that, cause I, that's not something that he's really ever talked about. Yeah, so the fact absolutely. that he was willing to, to touch on, the idea of criminal justice reform, uh, in the wake of everything that we've seen happen in the, in the past couple of years, um, in the ways that I feel like we've seen firsthand, uh, that the justice system has, has terribly failed, uh, some people, um, you know, and, and I think that the idea of, of reform is something that people have, have really been, uh, talking about and campaigning for for a long time. So yeah. just the fact that he was willing to to bring that up when I don't think I'd ever heard him say that before uh, was was good. But yeah, I mean, we'll see what kind of like what kind of uh, progress that actually ends up right. making. Yeah, this is what but, he said about that. He said uh, this year we will embark on reforming our prisons to help former inmates who have served their time get a second chance at life. And yeah, yeah. That really surprised me when he said that. It really caught me off guard, and I appreciated it. But right. That, I mean, as I've thought about it, like that, it's very vague. So, like... It is, yeah. Former prisons help former inmates who have served their time get a second chance of, at life. So, I don't know if he's saying, like, people that were in prison setting up, I guess, programs for them to maybe, like, reintegrate into society, which I think is really cool. I think yeah. that's, I think that should be something that's, served, that's provided in prison, really. I mean, and it's something that is, but something that should be developed... Right. So yeah, yeah. That, that was definitely good to hear. I think something that we can all get behind that he talks a lot about was like infrastructure. Yeah. Really pouring into because I mean he had a, I mean, there was a lot that you could see was really kind of like typical like really cliche stuff. But he said right. He said we will build gleaming new roads, bridges, highways, railways, <laughs> and waterways across yeah. the land, and we will do it with American heart, American hands, and American grit, <laughs> and like. Obviously, like I said, it's cliche, but obviously, I, right. I think everybody can get behind, like, improving yeah. roads. Like, I don't think anybody's yeah, yeah. like, no, we don't need to improve roads. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I can't so believe I, this guy's trying to make roads better. <laughs> so, I think we can all um, rally around, like, okay, yeah. like, 
just because you're Trump doesn't mean we hate what you're saying. Like we do yeah. support you improving infrastructure and right. I want to give credit to him because that was a major part of his campaign platform as well. So something that he seems to really yeah. be committing to, which is cool Yeah. because I mean, as somebody that went to UT in Knoxville and a lot of college towns <laughs> are doing it or having to do a ton of construction. Cause like they get a lot yeah. of wear and tear right. and, but like, so like, I don't know how, I don't know if in that program he wants like the federal government to fund some of that or I don't know, but there's definitely a need across America to, to improve roads. So that's a, that, that's a positive, I think. For sure. Yeah. That's a, that's a good thing. Um, yeah. And then, uh, obviously the biggest thing of the night, like they were saying was immigration. He also talked about Guantanamo Bay, um, and keeping Guantanamo Bay open. Do you have any, any pressing thoughts about that at all? Yeah. So he made a comment, um, we want to imprison terrorists, not in the U.S., but at Guantanamo Bay. Um, I don't. Have, I never really had like a ton of thoughts about about that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah. it, it costs a lot of money, <laughs> right? And we have a lot of. You know, there's a lot of facilities in the United States. I mean, they're, they're, right. That's a whole other conversation. But I mean, if you've seen the Thirteenth documentary, you're, you're you're woke, and you can never look at prisons <laughs> the same way. You know, so. Yeah. There's always that, but like I said, this is a different conversation. Right. But I mean, I I don't necessarily have a, a very like established yeah. opinion on that, but like <laughs> yeah, I don't see the practicality and like and how it like helps society by like, sending people to this like random island on <laughs> like yeah this prison whenever you could either take them to their home country if they're from a different country or if they're from America, punish them as an American citizen and not right and like. With, I mean, it, the, I know the opposition to it is that it just costs a lot of money and there's not a lot of people there. Yeah. I think is the, the issue. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm not a fan of running it if it's not being used properly. So, right. Yeah. That's, that's true. And then there was one more thing that I, that I wanted to highlight, which this isn't really an agree or disagree thing. This is just kind of like, uh, that's cool that this has happened under him. Um, but, uh, he did say that I think it's like, it's some somewhere in the 90, 90% range uh, that ISIS has lost, like, I think over 90% of its territories in, in Iraq and Syria. Yeah, uh, he said nearly which I was 100%. Some, yeah, which I, I think, well, I think it was something like 95, 96% or something. Yeah. Uh, but I was I was reading, uh, like, a fact-checking article from his speech, and that, that was one of the parts that actually was, was true. Uh, and wasn't really exaggerated at all. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that's not really like a, an agree or disagree. That's just like, okay, that's a, that's a good thing that's happened, um, while he's been president. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, like you said, and I think like, we've been saying this from the beginning, like we want him to do well, <laughs> like, Man, we want, would, you know, he's I the leader love of the, to have a good president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's the leader of the country. We want him to be good. We want him to do well. So, um, obviously we're, we're not, uh, going to, hide the fact or disagree if he says something good or does something good. Um, so yeah, so there was some, there was some promising things in the speech, I think, but again, it's just, it's going to be a matter of if he carries it out and you know, who he continues to surround himself with. And, um, you know, if he can ever actually, like we talked about last week, if he can ever actually become a leader to the Republican party, um, if he can bring some, some unity there, um, and if he can work with uh, with the Democratic Party on on some bipartisan issues too, I mean, there's a lot of things that he has left to do. Right. Uh, if he's going to make any progress at all, um, 
by the end of his term. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was there was at least some some positive notes and some decent takeaways. For um, sure. So yeah, I mean, uh, I kind of want to address the the elephant in the room though that something that he did not address, and that's the Russia investigation. Right. I saw some CNN made that like their major headline at the end, like Trump gives State of the Union does not address Russia investigation. Like, what was he supposed to do? Get up there, and be like, okay, I'm yeah. under investigation <laughs> because people are accusing. Me. Like, yeah. like, what's he supposed to talk about that? But I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. The, there's there's that that's looming over his presidency. So, I mean, you're seeing people. I saw an article today, which is really cool. So the during Watergate, Reagan fired like all the people investigating him, and it was called the Saturday Night Massacre. So yeah, somewhere yeah. that was kind of proposing that Trump's version of that is happening over a long span of time. I think that's a really interesting argument. Yeah, I mean, that's, we've that's seen, something I would... We've seen... I mean, obviously, he has a lot of beef with Jeff Sessions. He kind of Jeff Sessions <laughs> is kind of like in the doghouse as the attorney general. The deputy right. director of the FBI just quit. We've seen... I mean, obviously, he fired James Comey. Yeah. He wanted to fire Robert Mueller, but his counsel was like, if you do this, we will quit. <laughs> so he, he's, he's starting to can't fire of, the Mueller. He's starting to like trying to undercut these things that are investigating him. We saw the, yeah, the house, or uh, the re- Republicans in Congress voted to, uh, they're, they're going to release a memo. that's been private. Yeah. Secret yeah. About, so that I, nobody really knows what's on that yet. So that'd be interesting. So I, I guess I'm appreciative that he didn't like obstruct justice any further by speaking about the investigation, but <laughs> <Right>. like, I, <laughs> yeah, but that, that's obviously something that was, that is looming over him that he didn't really address, which was interesting, I think. So yeah. obviously, I mean, I don't want to look too far into it, but he has really like obviously denied it for a long time. But the fact that he didn't use the state of the union to, to undercut it again and to kind of like doubt its legitimacy kind of has me thinking that, that it's progressing quite a bit. Because yeah, I mean, we're I'm, seeing, I'm I mean, wondering about it too. Mueller's really getting interviews like with all the top people. So like it, yeah. And that's something we talked about and we started Mueller watch. So I just, yeah, we're to, still on to, Mueller watch to bring, by that, the way. to bring that, uh, I mean, if Trump, we're not, if, if Trump's not even trying to say that it's fake and that it's bad and that it's right. wrong like that, I think that says something right that he didn't use also, his, his hour and a half of where everybody has his attention. Yeah. Or where he has everybody's attention yeah. Yeah. to, to undercut exactly. that investigation. So I thought that was interesting. Obviously, yeah. like I said, I didn't think he was going to be like, I'm under investigation and like kind of like talk about it. But, but yeah, the, I mean, it, it, it's obviously something that is a huge part of his presidency that, that like I, said, I just thought he would use the opportunity to call it fake news and to, to dismiss right. it. Right. So it's, it's great that he didn't do it with that. I mean, that's not to say he's not going to say it tomorrow or the next day, but you know, it's good that he didn't that he didn't uh, at least do it with that platform. I mean, it sounds like he stayed pretty, pretty um, dry, I guess is, is the word I was thinking. Like, sounds like he, he pretty much went off the teleprompter. didn't really. You can tell every time he did everything. go off it though, because like, he just like rambles, like great, beautiful, yeah. beautiful people. And he called, <laughs> yeah. My, my favorite part of the night, which I have to get to it. I cannot end this podcast without talking about it. He said, "Beautiful, clean coal, like <laughs> coal, coal." When I think of coal, I don't yeah. think of that. It's beautiful, it's beautiful and, clean. and clean. Like I don't know what his infatuation with coal is. Like it's so funny to me. Like I just, 
like, uh, he, he, like he's uh, like, we're gonna bring Cole back. And like, no, what? If we're gonna impeach him, this, this is, this is it. This, this is, is the it. reason. We so, just, we don't need somebody who cares so much about Cole. <laughs> like, no offense. To, not, listen, zero offense intended to all the coal miners that are listening to this right now. But, but we are. But I just, I don't get it. Like, I do not get it. I, I, I don't know. Beautiful, clean, cold. He was like, Golly. he was like, and especially, or he said, and we can't forget about, or like, he said something about, and then he was like, beautiful. And I was like, oh my God, where's he going? He's like, clean. It's <laughs> like, what? He's like, cold. <laughs> I was like, what? So three words that have never been said together exactly, before, ever. Exactly. And ever. Uh, another, <laughs> another one of my favorite quotes is, I mean, obviously like, I mean, it's a pretty intimidating thing, I'm sure, to give the State of the Union, even though even though you're the president, even though you're Donald Trump. But he, he misspoke and mispronounced the word creed. And it was, he was like every background, color, religion, and queed. And like he said, like, <laughs> queed. And I, I, I God lost God bless it. the United States. <laughs> yeah. He's, it, he's had a lot of those moments lately. Yeah. And somebody else also uh, pointed out how, like, he emphasizes, like, words in, like, in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, that he does it, actually do. That's and funny. It's just because, like, I don't think he like practices his speeches because like, it sounds like he like okay, I need to make emphasis on words, but he just chooses the wrong words, and it's just, uh, uh, that's funny too. Like, <laughs> and God bless the United States of America. Yeah, that's that's it. That's funny. Uh, yeah. Well, it was it was definitely a a night to remember. Uh, Clearly, I think, too, something um, to look ahead to is I think he's probably going to have a lot of people holding him accountable about things that he said last night. I mean, maybe. I don't know. He hasn't had a lot of accountability so far, but I think people will, will want to hold him to the things that he said. Um, and the things that he said he's going to put in place, I think uh, he'll be really pressured to keep up with those. Um so maybe that'll be a good thing. I mean, I mean, even if he has to be forced to do things that are agreeable Maybe we can, <laughs> can at least get a few things, you know, out of him before he, his term is over. Um, before Mueller so yeah, strikes I'm, I'm him not, down. Before Mueller strikes him down. Oh yeah. By the way, let's let's talk about some criteria here. All right, we're running this like a we're running this like a like a tornado watch. Okay, so okay. right now we're all on Mueller watch. So like nothing is nothing has has formed yet. Um, you know, we have the making. There's a we there's the a makings. watch, but not really a warning. We're not really there yeah. yet. It's not. Kind of like a tornado we, watch, tornado warning. We have the makings of a of a mule nato, but uh, we don't have one yet. So when we're on Mueller warning, uh, that will be the time that we that we hit the studio and make an emergency pod. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah. Because uh, we got to put it out on time. Because if you don't hear it, uh, you're not going to be ready for it. And then we we don't want to be responsible for what happens to you if you don't know uh, that there's a Mueller watch. No. So, um, anyways, or Mueller warning. Sorry. So I can't even keep the system straight, but anyways, um, yeah, so we're still on, still on Mueller watch. So we'll, uh, we'll see how that all pans out. Um, but yeah, did you have any other thoughts about, about everything that happened last night? Yeah. So one more thing about, uh, his speech. I mean, he noticeably clapped for himself a lot. Yeah. Like it, it was, and also he like put his hands like right to the mic. So, so I don't know if you guys know about, so the Atlanta Falcons a few years ago got in trouble for pumping crowd noise. 
into uh, into the stadium to make it louder. I think that's what he was trying to do. Is like clapping the mic so make it <laughs> seem like the clapping was so loud. You can't loud. hear the sound from so the he room. Was doing, you can just hear and, him clapping. Right <laughs> exactly. Like he was literally <laughs> doing it right into the mic, and also like he was clapping so hard. So like <laughs> that's so. so <laughs> it's either a he wanted to make uh, it loud, or b he wanted people to think that he has big, strong, powerful hands because his it could ego be both was at the same so time. It could hurt be two birds. Whenever people two made birds fun of his stone. small hands. Yeah, he was two so birds hurt one by stone, that. I think. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think he's addressing he's both fr- of those, which <laughs> yeah. honestly might be the the two biggest threats to his presidency. You know that he's not popular enough, and right. that he has small hands. So he really wanted to yeah, address exactly. that. Exactly. But I mean, that's just like he always talks about crowd size and applause, and like it's just the fact he does. Like, I don't know why that's such a directly. big deal. To it's because him. I mean, it's because of like his like I guess uh, reality TV background, and like right. it, it was just just watching him clap for himself directly into the mic was just the highlight of the. Of the State of the Union, in my opinion. Yeah. So, hey. I really, I, I wish there was some way he could talk about the crowd size, considering that everyone who was there had to be there. But I wish that he, it's a beautiful crowd, wonderful crowd, the biggest crowd that has ever been at any State of the Union. But the ratings, <laughs> he's going to talk, is, has he already said anything about the ratings? He's going to talk about the ratings. Exactly. Like, I, I I wonder if he's already said anything about it. We'll have to look. I'm sure he will yeah. once they come in. I, he he will though. Um, He'll like print them but, out like he did the the picture of all the people at the at the yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly at his inauguration. Yeah, I mean honestly, oh my gosh. This, this might have had probably one of the best rated State yeah. Unions. Yeah, I mean honestly. I'm sure it did. I think it also rated up there with one of the longest as well. I'll have to check the time, but I was yeah. kind of tracking as we went. So Bill Clinton, of course. Average the longest State of the Union addresses. One of one of his State of the Union addresses went an hour and a half. So I don't that's think Trump normal, got to an hour and a half. But, but it was pretty close, I think. So a normal speed Bill Clinton speech is like <laughs> is like half speed for everybody right. else. Yeah, I mean, you, the speechwriter wrote a lot of words that probably would fit like an hour or so speech. But exactly. yeah, he delivered it in like three hours. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty average for I Bill. Just I think. Smoked it. But. I didn't inhale. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I did not. Yeah. So. Have, yeah. No, I mean, yes. He he, he speaks very right, slowly. All right. Watch it. Family friendly. Family friendly. Um, Nothing. Family friendly pod. Yes. We. But, we're pro uh, families. <laughs> anyway, pro pro family. <laughs> uh, we <laughs> uh, we support the the family system. Um, yes. Future troops. So, yeah. That that's that's our thoughts on on the state of the union. Um, hit us up on our on our Twitter account. You can let us know what your thoughts were. Um, so yeah, that's, that's at connect the pod. Um, please leave us a review and a rating on iTunes that helps us out a ton. Uh, you can subscribe there. You can subscribe on SoundCloud, um, or any of your other podcasting apps that you use. You can find us there, but yeah, leave us a rating and leave us a review and, uh, that'll help us out a ton. And again, that's at connect the pod for the Twitter. So you have anything else you want to say to the people while you're addressing the union? I just uh, I hope you can listen to this podcast either on your way to the coal mine or on your way back. And thank you so much, everybody, for mining that that beautiful, clean coal. Yeah, thank you for your service. We clap right into the mic for you. Yep, two things. Two things we support is the troops and the coal miners. Yeah, I mean that's really all we need. That's whenever right. whenever right. Mueller strikes down our president, at least we'll have the troops and the coal miners. All we're gonna have is the troops. And the, <laughs> hey, hey! If <laughs> nobody ever loved us except for hey, us. Hey, hey! If all if all you have is the troops and the coal miners, you have all you need. Am I yeah, right? Yeah. Amen. Okay. Amen. And share. 
Okay. All right. All right. We're done before we say something actually offensive. Okay. Peace. Peace.